This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO's City of Literature. Time once more to explore some of the great things that are going on in the literary field and a little bit wider too this morning. We're going to be uh, joined on the line now by Kerry Mackay. Kerry is one of uh, two creative women who established... Uh, a wonderful initiative called the Art Department, which, uh, well, I'll let Kerry tell us all about it. Morena, good to have you with us, Kerry. Morena, um, good to be with you. Yes, we started the Art Department um, oh, way back in 2011 when Pamela Brown and I both worked at um, Deneen College of Education um, as lecturers there. But we could sort of see the writing on the wall and how art education was ceasing to kind of be up there much. And so we um, we decided to start our own little art education business. Um, while we were still employed, we just did little things. Um, and then when we stopped working at the university, because most of the arts courses ceased to be, we, um, we went full-time with it. So we work... Um, we work, we work as practicing artists as well, and we uh, do all sorts of things. You know, artists have about five jobs. <laughs> um, but we sort of did this because we're, we're very passionate about art for young children, really. So on establishing the art department, what were the, the key initiatives that, that got you underway? Well, um, we sort of thought... Um, we wanted to work directly with children's and t- children and teachers and schools, and we wanted to have it. We had had our own art classes at college um, as a part of the the course, and our students used to work alongside us, sort of like apprentices. And we'd have these little kids coming in from the community, and then the university decided it didn't fit with a teaching degree. So, but we wanted to keep the art classes going, so we did. And that's sort of what started it off, really. Um, we just went under our own steam and and did it. And, um, you, you know, we, we both, we love working with kids and we love teaching, but we also wanted time for our own practice. It's quite hard to do that when you're working full-time in an in a institution, if you know what I mean. This might seem like an obvious question, but I will ask it anyway. Why is it important to... And maintain opportunities for the very young people to uh, to experience art. Yeah, the very young, the not so young, and the old all need it in their daily lives. I mean, I, I really think art education is more than just mucking around with paint. It's it's a way of thinking. It's a way of processing. With with children in education, it really is that visual learning tool um, and way to express yourself that nothing else can do um, you know and it's it's sort of sad that our school system even though we've got a fabulous curriculum which supports all of those things making art knowing about art exploring yourself through art, all the art forms it seems that our crowded curriculum has the poor old arts haven't done too well so um, we wanted just to do what we could because it was a little bit disheartening seeing that happen on scale, and it's for, it's for a number of things. I mean, 
you know, like the in-service training for teachers got less and less and less. Um, so therefore teachers come out and they, they do less and less and less. Not in all schools. Some schools are still chugging along. They're doing fantastic things with art education. But as a general pattern, um, nationally, the arts are not faring well in our schools. We don't really have an arts advisory service anymore, things like that that support teachers. So we wanted to sort of do what we could for Dunedin schools. Um, but, of course, it's, you know, we're, we're user pays, so... We have to seek funding and stuff like that to work in schools. Yeah, well, I was going to ask how you make that work. Um, uh, I mean, there must still be an appetite for this. You've got uh, existing relationships with schools. Um, how do you make it work financially? Well, we're we're quite poor now. Um, <laughs> we make it work. We make it work by um, we run our own art classes, and the parents pay for that. And that's um, we try and keep it affordable, but not as affordable as when we worked at college and we could subsidise the fee so our students' kids could come. I mean, we have to make a living out of it, but we try and keep it affordable and um, we have kids coming along whose parents recognise that their children, art is their thing, you know, art is the thing that makes their week sing and um, they want more. So they come along to us um, we have those for five weeks every term and we keep our group pur- purposefully very small and we have whānau grouping, so we have sort of six to 14-year-olds all mixed in um, and we do an art project that's new and fresh each time. Um, but uh, I guess we also seek funding and, and the DCC's been very supportive of um, our painted poetry thing that we've done with the um, Dunedin City of Literature and ourselves, we've partly funded it too, um, to work in schools at no cost to the schools. Well, yes, let's talk about that because we are on the Dunedin UNESCO City of Literature right spot after all. Tell us about how that project came about and what it was. Well, we we came up with this idea of, because we both love, Pamela and I both love reading and writing and literature as well. I mean, we and we were we were we were involved in literacy day in day out as teachers, but but also we just love it ourselves as people. So we were we were very supportive of doing something that kind of linked in with the celebration of Dunedin as a city of literature, um, because we're very lucky to have that that badge. Um, so we wanted kids and teachers to know about that and be, and celebrate that as well. So um, in 2011, we started, we came up with this idea of going in and painting massive poetry and linking it with the work of artists because our work, um, art education, it's kind of like learning to make art yourself but also knowing the history of art and, and what's happened before. New Zealand has fantastic painters who have worked with text as image um, all through our painting art history. So we wanted to share that a bit with um, our school population too. So we, um, we used to select a poem that we thought was appropriate for the area, like at MacAndrew Bay School we'd, we picked some about um, the harbour and at Port Chalmers 
school, we picked some fabulous poems about Observation Point, and, um, you know, we sort of picked specific poetry, not necessarily poetry written for children, but poetry that we thought would fit, first of all, the size of the painting and um, and kind of the vibe of the area. And then we um, get the kids to just paint, explore with paint, and under paint, play with colour, learn about using paint. It's also a really good model for the teachers. They can see that you can do it without making a big mess, you know, and kids can have time to explore and learn. And then we, we'd, um, they'd pick a word out of the hat, and that would be a word from the poem, and they would paint that on sort of in a Colin McCann-type way. And then we'd put our giant poem together. So each school was left with a kind of a giant um, visual work that you could also read. And um, it was very popular. So we, we worked, we've worked in quite a few schools around Dunedin, and we wanted this to be not at a cost to the schools, so it would be equitable. So it would be schools wouldn't have to pay for it themselves, and that's why we got the funding. And as I say, the DCC Arts Grant has supported us most years when we've applied. We apply for you know little chunks of time and work over a term or two terms. But this year we um, we linked in with the Art. Oh, Read, Share, Grow program that the National Library was running with Creative New Zealand and the Dunedin City of Literature to fund the South Dunedin schools who were doing that program with Liz Breslin where they wrote a poem with her. So we used their poem this time or a snippet of their poem. It must be so interesting to see um, the connection between uh, the evocative nature of words and what that encourages in terms of other artistic expression. Yeah, and they just look so lovely. And Pamela brings her, she's got a painting, she's a painter, and so she, she's she got a big painting, big alphabet painting um, on canvas that she made, sort of linked letters when she was living at Port Chalmers and travelling into town. And um, the kids look at that and they pick out like landscapes behind just alphabet letters of sort of things, you know. Um, so they can sort of see that sometimes art can be words as well as pictures of things. And, and of course, for little kids, they're learning to spell the word. They learn, that's sort of like handwriting with paint. <laughs> so it's, it's multi-purposed. And we, we share, in the morning, we share um, poetry and we share stories about artists and we you know, while well, well, the paint's drying and we do, it's a, it's a very literature-based approach to teaching visual art, which which is what we like. You certainly would be hoping to see that program continue in some form as years go by, but I suppose it's a year-by-year thing for you in terms of yes. your funding applications and so forth? Yes, it is. And we have, we do, sometimes we um, we applied to little funding bodies that you see Advertising, like the University Women's Association, they funded us once to do a few schools. So sometimes it's we just cut our cloth to suit the funding we get, you know. And some uh, McAndrew Bay School, um, they run a fabulous art auction to support artists in schools in their school, um, which is on now actually. And um, 
they used the money for that to employ artists to come in and they employed us to work all through their school. So some schools fund it themselves, but that's pretty unusual. It's more likely um, that we get around more schools if we you know, get funding from Creative New Zealand or the DCC. Kerry, you mentioned at the outset that uh, it's not just about getting out the paints. Um, in, in a wider sense, uh, what other aspects and forms of art have you been exploring with young people in the city? Um, with our art classes or with our art projects? Well, both. Oh, all sorts, really. We we, we sort of generate ideas, um, things that interest us personally, things that are going to... Like our art classes, Pamela and I paint alongside the kids or make alongside the kids. Um, we are under the, the artists, the Creatives in Schools program, and hopefully next year we might be working on a sculpture program um, using natural materials with a school, but we still haven't got the funding for that, so I won't say too much. But we really, we really generate um, the the ideas come first, the ideas for what we want to do, and then we think how how best to sort of explore that idea. Terry, you and Pamela are very much at the heart of the arts department. Um, looking into the future, are you hopeful that it is a sustainable model and that there might be others who might be able to step up and, and take this ahead uh, a little bit further down the track? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's sort of it's a kind of watch the space thing with um, art education and what's going to happen. I, I just hope that um, people continue to see the value of it, really, um, in our fast-paced world and continue to give teachers and kids and adults, everybody, the time to explore their own creativity because, really, that's a very important thing and some people don't get the opportunity to do that in their daily lives. It's so interesting. Kind of a crime. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we wish you all the best for the ongoing projects that you've got with uh, the art department, and uh, let's hope that the city can continue to support um, the great work you're doing. We really appreciate the time you've taken, uh, Kerry Mackay, to join us here on the awesome morning show for our right spot today to talk a little about the art department. You can find out more about the art department by hopping online, the art department with D-E-P-T, department, the art depth. Dot org. You can find uh, out more about the projects and uh, how it was initiated. And, and Kerry, are there other ways that people can continue to support uh, what you're doing? Um, well, coming along to classes and um, just, you know, that, that's, that's a good support. We, we kind of, we ca- as I say, we, we do what we can, but we've got our own art practice to fit in as well. So we're, we kind of don't want to work full-time on the art department. We want the art department to jog along and have interesting projects and do things like that in schools. And in, we do some community things. Um, Pamela's, Pamela did something where she um, actually used her house and we, the art department had had sort of a workshop to invite the community along to make things, to, to decorate a huge apron on the front of her house. <laughs> that was a sort of a that was an architectural thing. So sometimes we invite uh, just passerbys, 
but we do get funding for those too. And we've worked at the um, university. The university um, summer school program used to fund us to do something with our new students every year, uh, sort of a, a community art project, which just happened happened, you know, in the in the space. And they usually involve making a drawing or something. Mm. So um, yeah, I guess I guess we're we're happy with it as it is. We don't. We can't, it's not going to become a huge institution. I think it will always just, the art department will always be Pamela and me. Pamela and me and um, that's about it. <laughs> well, before we go, Kerry, we should should ask you about your own practice. What is your focus with your own work at the moment? Well, Pamela's a painter. She paints uh, mostly, the sort of collage stuff as well. And I do all sorts of kind of makey things so I work with fabric and skulls and things um, we, we've both got circles in the, in the Gallery de Novo around Christmas circle thing um, they have a big exhibition each year and we do, we do exhibit we try to exhibit we exhibit together too not as the art department but as Kerry and Pamela um, and we try and have a group show at um, de Novo every couple of years so we should be coming up to doing one of those soon. But, um, yeah, I kind of make sculptural sort of stuff. Well, um, we look forward to seeing all of that. And thank you so much, Kerry, for taking some time to join us uh, for our uh, UNESCO City of Literature right spot here on ORFM. All the very best to you and oh. Pamela. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you for asking us to speak about what we do. Kia ora. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.